0: College programs must be competitive in name, image, and likeness. It impacts current athletes and affects the decision of recruits. And Gator fans can put Florida at the forefront of name, image, and likeness. The Gator Collective is leading the charge, uniting fans and student-athletes like never before. Commit for exclusive content, interactions, and events which bring you closer than ever to your favorite players. In this talent acquisition business, name, image, and likeness will play a huge role in Florida returning to the elite status of college football it can start here join the gator collective link is in the description want more gators breakdown join gators breakdown plus starting at three dollars a month get access to unique episodes plus a blog chat room giveaways shout outs and more gators breakdown plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you head to gators to join gators breakdown plus today Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Water. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Here we go. Another special episode, another player interview, safety, Gator safety. Donovan McMillan joining us right here on Gators Breakdown. Joining Will Miles and me. Well, man, uh, we get a, we get another player interview. Uh, Lorenzo Lin- Lin- R- Lin- Lingard uh, on the last one, and now safety Donovan McMillan.
1: Hey man, this is fun, right? I mean, this is an opportunity that we didn't necessarily get until NIL came around. And so, you know, there's, there's obviously a lot of gnashing of teeth in terms of the money that's flying around and the transfer portal and all that sort of stuff. But look, I mean, we get benefits from it too. And fans get benefits from it too. Right. And part of that is the access that fans are getting to the players through the collectives and those sorts of things as well. So, you know, look, I I think college football is changing. Some of it's good, some of it's bad, and certainly these sorts of interviews are are one of the things that's good that's coming out of it.
0: For sure, for sure. It's a big thanks to the Gadget Collector for setting up this interview uh, with Donovan and That we'll get into it in just a second, but Will, you got a big announcement coming up uh, for you guys at Reading
1: Reaction. Yeah man Nick Nudson and I we're really excited. So we're releasing a 2022 college football preview but it's Florida Gator specific. So it's going to be over 100 pages. It's a digital magazine. so You'll be able to download it as a PDF. But it's going to be more than 100 pages specific to Florida, all sorts of stuff, looking into recruiting, looking into NIL, looking into, you know, plays that Napier's going to call, plays that Tony's going to call, and even some expert cameos there from you from you Dave and also <laughs> Thomas Goldcamp and uh, and a couple other people as well. So um, you know, we're really excited about it. If you're interested, we're going to be releasing it right before Memorial Day. So, if you go to readandreaction.com/mag, it's readandreaction/mag, you can sign up there. And what that'll do is give me your email, and then when it releases, we'll send you an email that tells you it's available and give you a 20% off discount for for the magazine. So we're excited about. It. We've put a lot of time and effort into putting this together, making it look nice, um, and hopefully everybody everybody enjoys it. But uh, you know. During the off season, you're always, you, you sort of, the magazine season comes and everybody opens them up and you, you get excited, you buy it on the shelf. And then there's like two pages on Florida. Everybody knows just how d-
0: excited I get, Will. But oh yeah, <laughs> well look,
1: those things are fun, right? But there's two pages on Florida, and one of right. the things when I was a kid that I'd buy those, I'd buy those magazines during the summer. I'd take them to my grandparents' house, and I'd be sitting there reading them, and I'd be done with it in five minutes. Well, you're not going to be done with this in five minutes. Like this is <laughs> a labor of love that Nick and I have put together. So again, if you go over to slash mag you can sign up there. We'll send you a discount coupon once it's available, and it'll be available before Memorial Day weekend. So um, you know you'll either be able to read it on that holiday or over the summer as, as things go on. And, you know, we'll be updating it as we go along too. So, you know, the oh, roster's going to change and things yeah. like that too. So, uh, you know, if you buy it in June, um, it won't be something where in, in – and uh, you know, probably about a monthly basis, we'll update it. But you know, if you buy it in June or July, it's not going to be something where you know we're talking about some guy who's already transferred off the team because in May he was still here. You know, <laughs> so that sort of stuff we will be able to update and keep everybody up to date on the roster and that sort of stuff as well. So you know, hey, I there's nothing better than getting prepared for the season knowing knowing the team inside and out that sort of stuff and and hopefully other people agree and you know we appreciate everybody's support and taking a look at it checking it out and you letting me talk about it here and also participating because it's it's cool to get expert opinions from from folks like gator dave when, when you're putting a magazine like this together Yeah, it was good stuff there. We'll ask
0: some uh, really good questions and some really good topics there uh, to add to that preseason magazine. So, hey, well, this means I got to add one more to the rotation when we do our preseason magazine coverage. So uh, those episodes will be coming up in a few weeks. So uh, (laughs) exciting time there. And I'm glad glad we get one that's Gator specific, especially from guys like you, uh, you know, you you and Nick there. So it should be should be some good stuff there uh, to, 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 to really dive deeper into the to the Gators.
1: Yeah, man, we're excited. There's some sections that look at, like, the first year of Steve Spurrier and the first year of Urban Meyer to sort of say, hey, what should we expect from Billy Napier? Like, we, we've really tried to cover the whole gamut of the different things that you might be curious about. So if you're somebody who likes film, there's going to be stuff in there that, that delves into schematics and things like that. If you're somebody who likes recruiting, there's going to be stuff in there that talks about, you know, how the SEC has been won, what that means for Florida this year, what that means for Billy Napier. Um, and if you're interested in sort of, you know, the roster, who we think are going to be, you know, who who have the potential to be all SEC players, who can be surprises, the predictions for the SEC overall, and then how Florida fits into that picture. We're going to have all that sort of stuff tied up in, tied up into one big bow. So hopefully everybody will enjoy it.
0: All right. There we are. There we go. So what is it, Will? com slash mag. Slash mag. M-A-G. There we go. All right. There we go. Uh, good stuff there uh, from Will and Nick. So, all right. Without further ado – Big feature for this episode. Will Miles and I sit down with Gator Safety Donovan McMillan. Donovan, man, I got to uh, – I had we, we talked about this pre-show just a little bit, but I had to bring you on. Barry Jenkins, um, a good follower of mine on Twitter for for a little while. I'm going to throw it up right here too. Uh, there's the tweet from the spring game. He goes, love it, Donovan McMillan, nephew of my heart, Joy McMillan. Uh, and so my nephew essentially snagging an interception right now in the Florida spring game. Gator Dave, get my guy on the show. Well, Barry, we got Donovan McMillan on the show. There's the highlight of the interception, the little dance in the end zone right there. Uh, so Donovan, man, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for, for joining us right here on Gators Breakdown.
2: You're very welcome. I'm super excited to you know, talk about talk football.
0: So. so let's go back to that highlight, that tweet, that spring game right there. How did it feel to make a big play uh, right there in the spring game, making that interception in the end zone? uh it was definitely
2: surreal like definitely breathtaking like people all asked about you know the whole dance like that was the only thing that people really talked about was the dance and like i really like once that happened i totally just like blacked out like (laughs) it was like the one of my craziest moments of my life so definitely super fun and like crazy like dramatic experience but i just want to make it on the big stage this upcoming year so
1: Man, so so does that mean that you get to talk trash to Jack Miller in the locker room now that you uh, now that you picked him off there in the end zone or you sort of let him slide since since you know it's the same team?
2: Yeah, Jack and I are boys, so you know, you know we could spit a little bit, but you know, he he uh he balled all spring, so you know, back and forth, you know, make a play, so it was all fun. So
0: Don, you're talking about balling All Spring. Well, we had Lorenzo Lingard on the podcast last week and we talked the we talked to him, we asked him players that stood out in spring. You're the name he brought up. He said, "You know, Donovan back make making plays." So, what was the spring like for you? How, how did you grow as a player going from your first year to your second year at Florida and going through spring practice?
2: Um, to describe it in like one word, I would really think just confidence. To be honest with you, confidence. Like going back through my reads and and knowing where to be, where to say. Like you know, obviously we have a whole new defense with uh, Patrick Tony as being our new defense coordinator. So. I really think just being confident and just trusting my abilities of knowing where to be and where to be at, at like, the given time, place, and just being able to control a defense from the backside. Because, you know, everyone says, you know, you got to be the QB of the defense. So, that that's really the main thing I thought I gained of spring Bowl number two.
1: So what do you think the easiest thing for you has been to pick up when it comes to Patrick Tony's defense and maybe what's the hardest, like what's the thing you feel like doesn't come naturally. And then what's the thing that you just picked up right away and you said, Hey, I get this. And this is a welcome change from what we were doing before.
2: Um, Really? The only difficult part was uh, we really have a, a a new, but I think obvi- I think better way of some footworks that whenever it comes to man coverage or, Or zone coverage, where we'll have like a slam or squat step, depending on if it's if it's inside or outside leverage, mans. And then whenever we're we're we're, uh, banging the buzz from uh, a three or playing flats from two or being the star or whatever, that that's definitely changed. That was definitely something we had to pick up on, and once we got it, it was a lot easier. But you know, the whole transition in being, you know, from different techniques from switching it up. Obviously, anyone would think it was difficult. But whenever it comes to being the, the easiest thing, uh, I really think Coach Tony is just – he's he's really a, a teacher when it comes to the game. So, like, this whole new defense, you would, you would think it would be more complex, but the way he teaches it and the way he goes through it, he makes it easy for everyone to learn it and to pick it up. So, really – like you know we didn't ha- we don't have as we didn't have as much time going into the spring because we, did- we got a new staff, but just showing in the spring game like we picked up on everything and we really understand it so we can learn even more so whenever it comes into the- this upcoming season, we should be good and gold and ready to go.
1: so
0: you mentioned Patrick Tony a couple times. It is a change from the last defense in the way of your position coach is your defensive coordinator. So how has that changed? Is, is, is there much of a change in that regard? Do you, do you think about the defense difference because of that?
2: Well, uh, I, I, don't really, I don't really see it much as a change other than, like, we know that being coached by the guy who's going to be play, making the calls on Saturdays, that's that really the only little change to it. But I think Coach Tony really shows that he can, like, obviously as a DC, he knows everything that's going on. So he's making us 2D, 3D, 3D, 4D kind of players. So we have to know, you know, what our defense is doing, like what our individual position is doing. Then we got to know what the rest of the defense is doing. And then then to the, becoming a 4D player is like knowing what the defense is doing, what, knowing everyone's roles, and then, you know, being able to, to look at certain things on the offense and know what's coming because – the more film, the more things you know about the whole offense. The easier the game gets to play. Yeah,
1: hey, man. The the secondary was actually not too bad last year. Eighteenth in the country in yards per play allowed. Um, you know, the, the unit obviously does some things well. What do you think are the strengths of the secondary, and then what do you think needs to improve this year to maybe take that next step, both from a secondary perspective, but also as a defense as a whole?
2: Um. So most of most last year, I was you know I was working in with the ones and twos. You know, so like. Most game like, during the week and everything, I'd be there, you know, taking the same reps as everyone else. But for the most part, I was on the – I played five games of defense, but most part I was on the sideline being able to see my, you know, my fellow teammates put out. And then being in, like, you know, the huddles and everything like that, I got to learn more about what they are doing. I really thought that uh, being able to, you know, play as a whole they, they look good in and just being able to communicate, I think we can just continue to work on everything, to be honest with you, because like you said, we're the eighth best, 18th best defense in, in run last year. So I think we're obviously we're going to strive to be number one this year. So, you know, we can work on everything when it, whenever it comes to communication, confidence, tackling, everything. I really think if we really punch it out this summer and do what we're supposed to do, that a lot of people in, on Saturdays are going to be surprised of how our defense comes this year.
0: Donovan, you mentioned tackling right there, but uh, and then also turnovers. You had a turnover in the spring game. We, we discussed that. How much of emphasis was turnovers and tackling? Those were kind of issues the last couple of years for, for the Gator defense. Was there a different approach uh, from Patrick Tony from the defensive staff, in the emphasis on turnovers and tackling?
2: Well, the first thing I, I did notice about the whole tackling situation – Was that I really? I don't think we had as much a problem with tackling last year. Was it as much as the repetition of of tackling? You know, we're going against guys in SEC that are are guys that will be playing on Sundays in a few years, literally this upcoming year. So I don't think we worked as much tackling as we should have done. Uh, So coming into not even spring ball, like when once we hit the field in January and February for, like, just outfield workouts and just running everything, we worked, worked tracking the hip and, and and making sure we can make those, you know, those sure tackles. And I really did think it showed when it came to spring. We'd work every single day, a 10-, 15-minute tackling drill of just – and it, doesn't, it really doesn't have to be, like, hard, everyone killing each other, you know, anything like that. But as long as we just keep repeti- repet, um, repeating the, the repeating po- process of – um, you know, having those open field tackles against guys who are, are jitterbugs, 4-3 kind of guys, and the the fact that we did that, I really did think it improved during spring ball. And what we got about four months before, you know, the first game, and we keep doing that, I I think our tackling will improve majorly from last year.
0: Well, before you f- jump in there, Donald, I'm glad you mentioned that because I thought, you know, physicality is part of it with tackling, but you mentioned watching the hips and stuff. So, you know – I think part of the issue with tackling last year too was, as you kind of alluded to, maybe even taking the wrong angle, and it's not necessarily all physical. There's a lot of mental aspect of uh, of the tackling as- uh, the tackling issues on defense as well.
2: Right. Um. So. So. I don't know if you guys know. Like, I was a wrestler in, in high school. So, like, tracking the hip and just and, and shooting through and and like we never was told to, to tackle the man. We were supposed to tackle the man about two three yards behind, or you know, take down the man two three yards behind. So I really think when it comes to football, you know, we love as fans and everything the kill shots. The kill shots are the greatest things. But I think. The, the breakdown, the sure tackle and get to the next play is the more important part because you, you make the sure tackle, those big hits will come. And I think if we continue to do that, then there's not going to be many offenses that can, you know, open up against us and make those big plays that that maybe could have hap- maybe happened more than we wanted to last year, if that makes sense.
1: So is, is that what you prefer doing? Do you like coming up and run support, or would you rather be back in coverage, running with running with one of those guys running a four three down the field? Like if you had your if you had your pick and and it was a play that you know you knew what the offense was running, would you rather be coming up and run support or uh, tracking somebody deep?
2: <laughs> yeah, but when it, when it, when it comes to the whole short tackle thing, don't get me wrong. I'm I like to be the most physical guy I could possibly <laughs> be on the field. So you know, obviously, I love to be in the box play. You know come in and, and make that tackle make that hit i'm supposed to make obviously i love coverage but i just i love just getting the ball and making a play so yeah probably the box
0: well okay you, you go to the box there but there is a reputation for florida in defensive backs and you know dbu and then florida you know for the last couple of years hasn't been able to to go claim that uh, for, for, for the defensive performance out there the last couple of years uh was that a pull for you when you committed to Florida and coming to Florida, the reputation of defensive back play, and what's it going to take you know, for you guys to, to get back to that uh, reputation of being one of the, the great defensive back units in college football?
2: Um, first off, when it came to coming to the University of Florida, I just thought everything just matched up what it was supposed to do. Like you know, I was a, a, a quote-unquote COVID recruit, so I didn't take an official visit here. I didn't take a real visit here. I came here with my family and got to look at outside the facility, look in the windows and, and look in the stadium and everything. Got, didn't get to talk to coaches. So I, me knowing what I didn't know before, like just like, you know, going through, like I knew the whole academic situation that, that I loved the idea. Of. I know that that Florida is one of those teams that competes every single year. That was one thing that just dragged me in. And just, just knowing the whole physicality of the defense, you know, I, I know that guys do want to win. And I think if we put that together, then then that will happen. But um, wait, can, you, can you say the second part of your question?
0: Yeah, it was, you're going back and you're getting back to that that, DB repu, that DBU reputation that Florida likes to share or, or go out there with Ohio State and LSU and some of those other defenses out there in the country.
2: Oh well, yeah. So when it comes to DBU, first off, you know we had Kyrie this year, so that you know we're still continuing to uh, produce, you know those big time first round guys that I know that these guys are going to produce on the next level. But when it comes down to that, I just I, I obviously think like once we continue to get our confidence and communicate, and like we just we have amazing talent on the field, you know, amazing talent, and, and it showed last year. There was I don't think many guys got on top of us, you know. You know, I don't think, you know, Alabama, you know, Georgia, teams like that, they couldn't really get deep on us, you know, whenever it came to that. So that was a part of the whole DBU situation. But when it comes to bringing it back, I just, like I said before, just doing what we're supposed to do. And I don't think you just got to jump for it, just slow and steady and, you know, you know, doing really what we're supposed to do, you know, and just having confidence and making plays on Saturdays, you know. Make like the plays that we're supposed to make, and then yeah, I think we'll fall together. What's supposed
1: to happen? So, yeah. Yeah. so so you guys had four one score losses last year. Um, sort of was what really turned the tide, right? I mean, those things go the other direction. Obviously, the whole right. season feels very, very different. Um, you know, now that now we've gone through the transition from Dan Mullen to Billy Napier, what do you feel has changed? And do you feel like those changes, switching from Mullen to Napier and from Grantham to Tony, are going to prepare? did the one score losses last year you think prepare you for what you need to do this year? And how's the staff sort of helping turn that corner, you know, cause a player two could really change each of those games.
2: Yeah. I, I really do think the coaches, you know, the coaches, you know, they're, they're getting us ready for this whole situation uh, of, you know, we were a six and 17 last year. So that obviously has the players. I know, I know me as well. And as all my teammates, like, we have we have a fire limit underneath our but like right now we are we we were frustrated about the certain games we lost last year we knew that there were some t- uh, turning points in the season like you know we make certain plays we're supposed to make and it, I think last year is a totally different year but you know I, I think that just is in the back of our uh, back of our head at all times that you know not that we we, we got embarrassed last year but we're definitely a team that should have should have beat most of those teams last year. And I think that that and a combination of just all these coaches coming in with the the right mindset, the positivity, and just, you know, getting people what they're supposed to do, I think that just all combining to getting us ready to have a, a really good season. Yeah.
0: Donovan, how how tough was it last year uh, with the everything that was going on, and you know, coaching change after you know getting some playing time on the field, you know, for for the first time uh, as a Gator, but you're going through that that coaching change uh, of the season at the same time.
2: Uh, when it comes to being tough, like you know, you see you see my high school jersey back here. Like we were a, we were, we were a real good team, and like just throughout the years, like. Like when it comes to wrestling or football, I was just never a guy who like went down big. You know, we never. I was. We had our games where like we 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 always had tough games, but we I was always looked at as a winner. You know, and I never was ever in this in this like place where I've you know I've had a losing record or had a season like this. So you know, like it, I think it's, it's a big thing for everyone cause I I do know like my my teammates they're all winners like they were the best players on the field so. So like I definitely think like that whole thing that happened last year should really 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 get us excited for what's coming up this year. Just because like we, we aren't a six six and seven football team. We're a team that should be competing for championships.
1: Well, so how's your day changed, right? I mean, the, the day in the life of a student athlete, what's that look like? But, you know, what has it changed going from the previous staff to this staff? What's different and sort of what's the same? And, you know, I mean, I think we, we all see what happens on Saturdays, right? But I, I hope we don't gloss over all the work you guys put in throughout right. the week and during the off season as well. So, you know, can you give us sort of a feel for what it looks like for you on a day-to-day basis? And maybe what's changed from the previous staff to now this one that you think is going to sort of push the team forward?
2: I think the word that defines that is is really business. Like, it like not that it wasn't business last year. Like, obviously we are focused and ready. Like, you know, we lost Alabama by two points, so like obviously we were ready for those games. But th- this year, it definitely seems like we're coming in as as like a business type mindset. That like we have a lot to prove this year, you know. And I think w- when it comes down to my my normal day to day, it's like. You know the same thing. We're we're working out. We're doing meetings. You know, obviously school, school, schools. You know, the number one point of it. But when it comes down to these coaches and everything, I really do think they just they mean business, and they're they're getting us ready for you know a dog fight as a schedule. You know, you know the schedule is nothing to play with, and these guys are you know getting us ready. So business, business, business for sure.
0: That sounds good. A business approach there, Donovan McMillan, safety for the Gators, joining us right here on Gators Breakdown. Donovan, let's continue the conversation. And you're on the field. You have a, a difficult first season, but you're on the field. What, what was what was the biggest lesson you learned uh, as a freshman? Uh, whether it be off the field, whether it be on the field, you can combine both. There, what was the what was the biggest lesson you learned? Biggest lesson, Ooh, I gotta say. Biggest lesson.
2: Uh, Biggest lesson. Let me think. So, when it comes down to the biggest lesson I learned from last year, uh, wow, you're you almost stopped me right here. I got to think. <laughs> really, like, I think there was a lot to learn from last year. You know? Yeah, know, There's sure. a lot to learn from. Uh, let
1: me think.
0: I mean because we hear all the time you know with the the, co- the players that go from high school to college they they say the speed of the game uh is you know the biggest lesson that they learn, but uh, would you go that some that basic with it or is there something else that you'd probably point to on okay. the field as okay. far so, as
2: so you, you help me out a little bit more uh no i think I think when it came to speed of the game i was i think i was I was ready for that like five a football and p a is nothing to play with like man, there's guys who are playing all around. I don't know if you know Derek Davis. He was a guy who graduated me. Like, we played in the finals, like, two years ago, and then whatever. And, like, he's at LSU right now. So, like, the speed is definitely ready. But, like, when it comes to lessons, uh, that playbook and film study is is nothing to play with. When it comes down to that, I watched a ton of film in high school, and I thought I was ready. But just just the whole, the whole thing of me, like, for example, this year, I'm learning free safety, weak safety, and then Coach is talking about even playing a little dime as well. So just learning one position is hard enough. You know, you're learning cover three, cover four, cover, cover – like everything. You're learning everything. And just every detail to it, you got to know the re- the quarterback, especially like you think being in the post, you're just sitting there, look at the quarterback's eyes. No, you got to have a transition where you got to look at the the midpoint at the quarterback and look at his hand where if he's giving off or not. You got to – first you got to start with by looking at, you know – what your keys are to the linemen and what they're doing. So, like everything, when it comes to the lessons I learned, is that though to succeed in football in the college in the NFL level, I think is just you gotta know football. You got to football. Is, you gotta breathe football. Is, you, gotta eat, you gotta do everything like that. As everyone says, like if you're gonna want to succeed on this level, you gotta you gotta really love it because to love it, you gotta. I'm watching college football now I'm watching NFL football now on T V and I can't go without pausing the thing and looking at what the offense is, is running and like and correlating that to what I'm doing, you know. So like when it comes down to that, I think you just gotta it's definitely a complex thing when it comes to offense and defense. You gotta that that would be the biggest lesson I learned is that, you know, college football is really like ninety percent strategy and then ten percent just skill and playmaking.
0: Will I'm, Will I'm glad he mentioned he mentioned you know, Patrick Tony and the keys and all that stuff, uh, Donovan. We did this big Patrick Tony preview episode a couple of months ago, and, and that was part of it. You know, we we listened to podcasts and we listened to uh, and we read, read uh, articles for Patrick Tony and you know, for his DBs. You know, reading their keys and reading you know positions in front of you, reading the quarterback was a big big part of that. So I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Well, I think the teaching aspect of it came through in that. So it sounds like that translates um, to to players at least because some of the YouTube – trainings that he gave it was easy to understand right you weren't sitting there going what's he talking about here like you understood everything he's trying to lay out there so who do you model yourself after like what what nfl player or what what college player do you look at and say on film that person looks like me or that person does things i want to do or that person does things better than me and i want to learn how to do that like who do you look at and say that's the person i'm looking at that's the film i'm looking at that's how i want to improve
2: well ever since high school i've always like modeled my game after tyra matthew just like I watched him since he was at LSU. You know, like back in high school, I did used to like you know kick off a power return, so I, I love that. And obviously, back in high school, I wanted to play offense, but like I knew that defense was my main, you know, my bread and butter right there. But just just Tyre Matthew being able to be versatile, you know, you know, if for for dang's sake, a corner goes down, he can go play corner. He can go play free you weak in the box, go play dime nickel. He could do it all, you know. And like that one thing I did, like model myself after is just being able to define the ball and be able to be a playmaker always going for strip attacks you know see the ball in there get the ball in there you know what I mean like I think that was one thing he he he, he strives for and everything and just just you know that you know what his nickname is you guys know the nickname you guys know it honey badger Honey badger, you know? Hey, you and, read, and, you, hey, you, read, and, you read my
0: next question. I was about to ask you, what was your nickname like that gonna be? Aggressive <laughs> dude who doesn't
2: honey badger doesn't care. He's gonna he's gonna attack you and he's gonna keep attacking you. And he's not gonna let up. And that's that's one thing I just model myself at.
0: Yeah. yeah. man. We'd love to see that. We'd love to see that out there. Uh, so so I mean, do you do you have a do you have a moniker a nickname? or nickname? Oh you are you you're gonna go honey badger too? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no no no, I just i' you know mom
1: somebody somebody's Don. gonna have to give you one right so sounds like the gators break listeners have a have a project here we got we got yeah help yo, you definitely
2: money. do like not, nothing nothing like like people call me Donnie and my mom hates it, like or they'll call me Don now, like we definitely need something better than that like something yeah right,
0: sounds like we, we go. got a
1: poll for the discord there dude. yeah. It?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll uh we'll break it up to, to get your breakdown plus listeners first and then uh, we'll, we'll we'll go we'll go from there to see what kind of nickname uh, we can get for Donovan McMillan. Um Donovan you just said you you were in Pennsylvania. What what was your history of of knowing Florida? Did you follow Florida football? Did you I uh, know about Florida's historic defenses and, and, and a lot of great defensive back play. Of course, everybody knows Tim Tebow and, and those Gator teams. But uh, did, how much did you know about Florida before you had kind of started, you know, looking at Florida to be your college destination?
2: So through my whole recruiting process, I like I had 54, you know, Division one scholarships. And like that was like just such a blessing to me, you know. But like the number one thing that like – I preached, my parents preached, like, oh, I preached to people who are getting offers and, like, my brothers and everything, and my parents helped me with, was that, you know, you, these coaches are going out of their way to, like, give you a scholarship, and, and they want you to come play in their defense. So the number one thing I did was when I got offers, I, I did my research, and I asked a lot of questions, you know, what defense do you want me to play, what, what the defense has looked like, all these things. And like so, that was one thing I did do. I did my research, you know. I had, you know, obviously Barry Jenkins up my, uh, up in my ear, you know, everything like that, telling me how how legendary of a defense they've been, you know, their their all their games they used to play versus FSU and how big of that big of a rivalry that was, and just knowing like just the small things from like whenever they won won national championships, and obviously I still have a lot to learn from them, and I get excited to learn new things about you know where my school that I am at right now, but when it came to that, like definitely it was a lot of research, a lot of research. And obviously I didn't tell you guys this, but like my whole, my, my whole dad's the family except my dad, I, all all three of his sisters, all big FSU fans. Like my whole life I've been an FSU fan. Like they literally kind of just beat that into my head. You know, I went to the national championship with Auburn and everything. So that was like, I was a big FSU fan. So whenever I learned about, Florida and everything and like just you know going through it it was kind of crazy so when I went there and like whole family just was just like (laughs) you know mixed personalities about it mixed
0: (laughs) views about it yeah so, uh, <laughs> we turned. We turned one. Will we turned one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you made the right choice, man. I, it's it's funny because when I was thinking about going to school, it was basically Miami, Florida, Florida State, um, and you know, same general thing. Like watched Charlie Ward and those sorts of guys back in the early '90s because I'm old, and uh, you know, had had to make the switch when when Werfel came along, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, you know, obviously you grew up in Pennsylvania, so you don't have a huge history with the school. W- what's it like now that you're there? I mean, you know, do you feel like Gainesville's home? Is it a place you're going to come back to after you graduate? Um, do you feel like that's the way sort of the program sits with the culture with Billy Napier? Like, w- what does it feel like in terms of the culture there and sort of what you feel like, you know, as you progress, hopefully end up in the NFL, you know, do you see and envision yourself coming back to campus and sort of maybe even making a home in, in Florida when you're when you're done?
2: Yeah, like like you said, Gainesville, like the whole Florida area is definitely it definitely feels like home. Like obviously, I'm home right now. You know, we the report about a week or so, and like I'm already ready to go back. Like, I love my family and everything, but like I just there's just something about being down there that I just love so much. And it, it's it, you know guys, it, you know it's like as much as you love football, you know you gotta you gotta love the school, you gotta love the area and everything. And and whenever I was down there, just visiting for the first time, I just I did fall in love with the area. And just now it just you know, I live there, I feel like I'm a young adult there doing my own thing and just when it comes to culture, it's it, it definitely is a culture that I, I think I vibe with and I, I fit into. So like when it comes down to, you know, after situations like that, I, I don't know where I'm gonna end up being. Like obviously my my goal is the NFL and everything like that, and I'll go wherever the money takes me, but you know, like I could definitely see myself being ending up being in Florida one day, you know, either, you know, working or or being a coach like I want to be. So, yeah.
0: Domino, or you could, you know, go to Florida like Will, and he actually ends up in Pennsylvania. So, that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will, you're – I'll buy you
1: a beer next time you're in Philly, man. Well, I guess I can't buy you a beer. I'll buy a, a meal next time. Well, I'm not yeah, even 20, sure I'm allowed to 20 in a month. I, 20 I'm, in a month. So i definitely so come, take the come, apple juice. So. <laughs> I don't know what the rules are. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to buy meals anymore.
0: <laughs> under, under the gods of NIL. There we go. Um, so, Donovan, let's go back a, a, basically just a few weeks ago. Um, and and kind of along the way as well, a scholar athlete of the week. Uh, spring awards were handed out and you got the Doring Like to Practice Award uh, at the spring game. What type of notoriety uh, in those awards does that mean to you and just Billy Napier's short tenure? And what does the, what do those kind of awards and accolades mean for the team?
2: Uh, what it means for the team, I think whenever it came down to, you know, being a practice, like I love a practice, like that's one thing I think that could, you know, help. In in winning national championships, just small things like that. Like if you go out there and you do like slash love to practice, that means you're excited to do anything it takes to win. You know, and that's that's one thing. Like I've always loved practice. I always love going out there and making myself better and, and learning new things that is gonna make my game that much better. But whenever it comes to being like the scholar athlete of the week or whatever, it that just helped me like you know, continue to show, like, I'm excited that I am a football player, but at the same time, you know, I I think I'm, like, you know, educated in the way I'm supposed to be and excited to, you know, you know, go to school as much, play football, if that makes sense. Like, I I definitely take my school in serious because, you know, we all can't, all can't play football forever. So, you know, that's why we got goals to play in the NFL, goals to continue to all out in college, but, like, that whole education is, is is such a big, important thing when it comes to the end of the day.
0: The, Donovan, what, what do those awards mean for the team, though? Like, you know, this is something new Billy Napier has brought. Okay, to, okay, to, my bad. To my to bad, you. bad yeah. No, 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 okay, no. You, you answered the question, but, yeah, to, to extend it, you know, what do those awards mean uh, to you and, and to the team? Because that's something new that he he's brought to to the football team, and, you know, we see it on Twitter and we see it on social media that, hey, here are your scholar athletes of the week and, and all those uh, all those awards uh, the nutrition award as well. What does that mean to you guys?
2: Uh, it, it's definitely whenever it comes to meaning something, it almost it's kind of weird, but like it almost makes it feel like they care. If that makes sense, they care about the whole small things and everything. And it, it, it definitely is. It's exciting. You get posts on Twitter, you get posts on Instagram, whatever, of being, you know, a nutrition nutrition athlete of the week or sole athlete of the week or all those awards we got at halftime in the spring game. And I think it just helped us, like, helped us get excited for the whole situation but helped us, you know, thrive to, like, compete and everything. Like, I see you being the, you know, academic athlete of the week. Like, I want to beat that, be that. So I'm going to go study in the – study more and go get my grades up or like you be a nutrition. I'm like, I, okay. So I'm gonna go talk to the nutrition. You know, I'm gonna go know what I need to eat. We know breakfast, lunch, and dinner, whatever, like snack we need to eat, eat or whatever. And then what, what times we got, to like, do protein drinks. Like, you know, it just almost makes it's like a competitive atmosphere is what we need, you know, cause you compete on not the field. It helps you compete even more on the field, you know, to, to win, win, win. You know what I mean? So if that
0: answers your question,
1: Yep, absolutely. So what are your goals for this season? Like, do you, have a, do you have a set of, you know, an expectation in terms of, like, number of starts or how much playing time you want to get or what you want to improve on? Like, what are you looking to do this season that you'll say, hey, at the end of the season, this was successful?
2: I just want to go make plays, you know? It, whatever whatever it takes to make plays and help the team win. That That's, I've always, you know, being the team kind of guy. Like, you put me on a special team, I'm going to go down there and, Go make a play. If you need me to go block, I'm gonna block. Whatever it, it, it doesn't matter. It when it comes to stats, starts, anything like that. As long as I, I have a role to you know help the team win. If we're winning a national championship and I'm I'm doing a, s- a small little thing, I'm, I'm happy with that. It's whatever you know, whatever it takes. You know, I no, no stats in mind. Just want to go make plays and you know have fun doing.
0: So, Dalvin, how many? How many visits did you get to make? Because I know you mentioned you were a COVID recruit. So did you get to go to, to many big games before COVID hit where you're on visits, where you got to go to big games? Uh, if so, and even if you did it, what was it like, you know, Florida, Alabama? What was it like, you know, these Florida, that those Florida home games last year to to rush out to ninety thousand and crazy crowds? Because I I, I kind of you know looking back, I kind of forget your, your your visit schedule before COVID hit, so I'm not sure how much you actually got to get involved in big game atmosphere crowds uh, like you know you got to see last year when Florida took on Alabama.
2: Right. So whenever whenever it does come down to that, uh. I'm a ju- I, about a good thirty forty percent of my offers did come after COVID happened, so that was like that, those were the, the big ones, like Florida and a lot of those, a lot of the bigger schools came after that. But like when it came down to my, because like, I only got recruited my junior, my like my start of my junior season, right? So I, I went to like Akron, I went to a Penn State game, went to a Purdue game, and like you know they they were they were fun and all, but like like you know like there was nothing like, you know, going out the tunnel versus FAU. And like, just looking, at it, I was like, wow, like, that's a lot of people. And it was FAU, you know, it was, it was FAU, like, you know, it was, it was like the swamp and everything. Like, I was like, wow, this is like the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. And then just being able to, you know, to run down the field, the first play of the game versus Alabama. It was just like, my mind was just blown, like, I watched Alabama, I watched uh, Georgia, I watched Florida and all these teams play like ever since I was like six years old and I can't even remember. And it just me just going down the field and playing a team that I just looked at my whole life as being like, wow, it definitely was definitely one of the craziest, surreal moments of my life. And then just continuing to have it happen and just, you know, like it was fun. I felt like confident on the field doing it. But at the same time, I was, like sit back and realize, like, wow, this is. It's just crazy, and that was, you know, the swamp is just nothing to play with, you
0: know. And I, I, I know it was a loss, but I'm telling you, man, that 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 Alabama game was a that was that was a special that was a special atmosphere that day.
2: That was a loudest, that was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. I would jump up and down, and it was like it would go, ah, like it was it was like mess with your ears. Like you went to halftime, you're like, wow, my ears are buzzing, but like it was a good buzzing. Like wow, I cannot wait to go back out there and go go play this team more. So like. Definitely crazy environment for sure.
1: So with with that being said, week one, we got Utah coming to the swamp. Obviously, get get going this year without it. You know, it's not FAU. It's it's a big time you know power five team that's going to be ranked um, coming into the swamp. Also, have Mr. Diabate coming back there week one as well. Um, you know, sort of what what's the feeling? You guys gonna how, how juiced is the team for having him coming back and then also having a big game to start off that obviously is going to be nationally televised and an opportunity for for you guys to sort of you know prove to everybody that last year was a fluke and and that you're going to be better. Than than, than people expect.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely super, like, the adrenaline is already pumping, like, for that game. Like, I know guys are just so pumped up for that. You know, like, we got, you know, we have a big-time, a big-time team coming in, ranked, and, you know, they, you know, I love that they think that they have, like, this big thing on us, but, like, you know, we're going to, most likely, if you guys think, we'll probably be, what, an unranked team
0: going into it? Uh, good It'll question. No, we, we 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 we've talked about that, but you're right. I, Florida's going to be on that that probably twentieth, twenty fifth, maybe not ranked cusp. So you, well, here, here's just the shows, thing.
2: That shows TV. how TV. more excited we are to like there you, you know go. beat this team. You know, like we're going in as uh a, a, an underdog against like Utah, and like we're you know we're not we're not throwing shade on them, but like. SEC. we're Florida. We're going out yeah, there. It's not, it's not supposed like, to be that gonna way. Donovan. In, yeah, they're not going to beat us in our home place. like that. That's like, one thing. We're, like, we're working hard every day. Like We have this like, just look in our eyes that we're just going to go out there and, just, and tear up every team we see and, and start with Utah. So we're excited for that.
0: Donovan, going, going to Will's point there, he did bring it up. Mamu Diabate at Utah. Tyron Hopper at Missouri. You're going to be going against guys that you were in the huddle with last year so kind of talk about the transfer portal and now this kind of new angle to it that hey i'm gonna be playing guys that i was just in the huddle with a year ago mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry
2: from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need a fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, it's it's definitely crazy that we are, you know, playing guys that were on our team. And the fact that, you know, there's going to be opportunities where you have to block them or you have to hit them because, you know, we're special teams players. Yeah. So that's definitely, like, you know, crazy, but, you know, it's like, Transfer portal is crazy now. It's like you're going to have, have guys, like, you know, playing everywhere, you know. So, like, when it comes down to it, it's like it's all love when it comes down to the guys. Like, we have all love, like, you know, through text, phone calls, FaceTime. We go see them in person. But, we, you know, when you get on that field and there's, you know, we're playing that ball, it's like it is no mercy. So, it should be fun playing them first
1: week. Go ahead, Will. You got one more or anything? No. We're all excited about it. I mean, you know, yeah. It's it, the, the the cupcakes are, are are terrible for fans. We we love it when it opens up. I mean, do you prefer like do you prefer sort of easing into the season or do you prefer having that sort of carrot out there where you know you got to get ready for week one and so there's no margin for error, right? Once fall camp kicks off, kicks off, like you got to be focused and locked in because otherwise, you know you're not going to be able to perform the way you want to. So which way do you prefer it? Do you sort of prefer to ease into the schedule or do you prefer that big one, week one, national television, everybody talking about it?
2: You know, at, you know the easy answer, you would think you would like to ease into it. You know, you know, you have like an easier, you know, either FCS score or small division one score that you'd like to play. But, you know, there there's nothing like having, you know, that big game off the bat. It almost shows you it's like, okay, what's our season going to be like? we going to go out there? And, and beat the crap of this team, go like, and then like we're like, wow, okay, then we could play, you know, with this new team, or everything like we're not we could play or whatever because we're just showing like what we were like what, what last year wasn't, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to do, you know. So like, I definitely would pick playing the 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 big dogs at the back because it's just, it's just the atmosphere, you know, it's gonna be crazy, you know that I, I know that that game is gonna be, you know, sold out, you know, it's gonna be this crazy game and i don't know what was the last time we played you like that's just crazy that we're playing a team like that and it's just it, it should be a challenge that and we're accepting it and we're we're gonna go have fun doing it so
0: donovan i think i looked it up it's either 90 or 91 the last time a power five at a conference school besides miami or florida state has played in the swamp so that's right you know, yeah. it's a, a big game, and just kind of, and it's been forever since Florida's had a game like that. So, Don, the last few thoughts for, from you, right here. You talked about, we talked about the transfer portal and how that is different for college football, but so is name, image, and likeness, and right. uh, with everything that comes along with that. And look, I'm glad that you, you get to join us through uh, here because of the Gator Collective and everything that they've done. So, talk about, you know, kind of zoom in on NIL a little bit with the Gator Collective, but also uh, the, just the whole world of uh, NIL right now.
2: I think the whole world of NIL is just NIL is just crazy right now. I, I think it's definitely well deserved, you know. Um, I'm super excited about the whole NCAA game coming out. Like that was one thing I played as a kid, so that should be crazy. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I, I think just reading into it, I think you know I think fans had a problem with the whole, you know, them not getting paid, but now they're starting having a problem with the whole, you know, the Jordan Add- Addison situation of you know. He's getting offered $3 million to go play at USC. Like, I don't think there ever is going to be a happy medium of what it's supposed to be. But I, I really do think, you know, why not let guys be able to go show off their brand and, and show what kind of person they are, even though it's not even about football. You know, some guys who might not be able to have that longevity in the NFL or not even, even make the NFL – but have the, the whole media presence or the followers and everything have the opportunity to go out there and make, make money off the name of, of how much they worked hard and everything and to build this whole, this whole brand and everything. So I, I think it is definitely something that has been great in what we're going on about a year and a few months of this whole NIO thing. And, you know, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Like I have things coming out, coming up really soon super excited about and that should just like that just makes the game even more fun you know because there's guys you know the nfl like these guys can go do all these brand sponsors and everything like that and there's not really much of a difference between the NFL guys and the college guys Like we all are going out there sacrificing our bodies playing for the fans trying to win championships so like you know why not have them be able to get paid so i think that's my stance on it all
1: so obviously though with with increased money comes increased criticism and that sort of stuff as well most likely you know if a fan sees you in public what, what do you want them to what do you want them to do and say are there times where it's cool if they come up and interrupt you when, when you're doing stuff and ask for an autograph and that sort of stuff and then there are times where you just sort of want to be left alone what what you know fans are going to see you around Gainesville what, what would you tell them in terms of uh how to interact with you guys when you guys are out in public and Don, and Donovan on that and on that thought, my good buddy David Soderquist,
0: uh, he saw you at Miller's Alehouse House after the spring game. Uh, okay. So, yes, yes,
2: I remember him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I wanted to be sure uh, he he interacts with Will and I a whole lot. So I wanted to to make sure I, I threw that shout out out there.
2: Yeah, I'm 110 percent open to everything. You know, that's one thing that as as, as such a super fan of the sport fo- uh, of the sport football, being college NFL fan my whole life, it was like. Like 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 me going to the those games and everything, and asking, being the kid who you know wanted the the signature on the football or the signature on the jersey. Even though I knew it, was, like, it wasn't even about you know going out there and going selling it or anything, it was just about just like that was like my dream. Like I always be like, wow, I want to be like one of those guys. So like, whenever it comes to fans, like I am a thousand percent open to anything. Like I could be on the phone with someone or doing something totally off thing, and like you come up to me and tell me like. You know who I am. Like I think that is one of the coolest things. And I'm, I'm gonna give you my time of day and 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 do you know, hang out with you, or whatever. So like, that's one thing I've always, I, I told my parents everything. I'm always gonna be open to that because I'm gonna act the exact way as I was whenever I was a kid, but in the opposite. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there for the fans and and and, and show them, you know, who I am. I'm just this guy that is happy to be a Fortigator, but at the same time, I'm gonna treat you like, you know. Like we're the same. Like we are the same. We're doing. We're everyday people that are, you know, good. Yeah, yeah. That's my stance on the whole the whole fan thing. I I get excited when fans come to me. It's just it's still crazy to me. So yeah.
0: Don, let's take that a little bit further, right? Quick. You talk about you know being who you are. Well. If people know you and do a little bit of background search on you, you got a, a passion for fashion uh, out there. So you know, let us know that side of you a, a little bit. And, I, and I've asked this question to to Lorenzo Lingar last week, and I ask it to recruits who commit to Florida and all that. Billy Napier's going to come up to you, and he's going to let you pick the uniform that Florida wears that week. What uniform combo are you going with? Is it the the orange helmet, blue helmet, white helmet? any of the jersey combos that you can think of as well. So let us know about your fashion sense and then also uh, the uniform pick for you.
2: Well, uh I don't know if you know about it. I have a YouTube channel, which is coming back a lot stronger really soon. You know, I've been busy with a lot, you know, school and everything. But, like, my YouTube channel, like, ever since i have maybe fourth fifth grade, I used to post, like, sneaker collection videos, fashion videos, anything like that. So, like, my whole life, my, my mom has always taught me, like, you know, you're going to – with with whatever you got, you might go have like five ten dollars shoes. You're gonna make it look nice. You're gonna clean them off every day, you know. So like, I've always been about you know going out there and, and making myself look so pre- presentable, but at the same time, you know, have a little style and fashion to it. But when it comes to the football thing, I think that is one of the toughest questions that you've asked today. Like, I, I liked I liked it all. Like, whenever it came to the the USF all white, I was amazing. But at the same time, you know. I like the all orange. I like the orange on blue combo, and wow! It, 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 and then you like the basics, you know. You like so I, I really do. I really do like them all when it comes to it. But if I had to pick one, orange helmets, orange jersey, and blue pants. Oh, orange pants. One of those. I just love the orange. The orange looks amazing. The orange jerseys are amazing. So.
0: I've heard that a lot. The, the the players really do like the the orange jerseys. Uh, so that's uh, that's 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 different to hear there. And I thought- we got the bl- we
1: got the black ones coming. So I'm interested to see how people like that when when those show up.
0: Yeah, well, I'm excited about those ones too. There we Absolutely, go. Sure. So, Donovan, if the, when when Florida does break out, the 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 black jerseys, Billy Napier had done, has has already said it'll be twenty twenty three. So, not this coming season, but it will be next season. But do you want it like a completely new design, or do you want it kind of like the traditional uniform, but just make it black?
2: No, I, think, uh, I don't know. I think original is nice, but something just crazy, you know. Like it, we have, we wearing something crazy. I think we're doing completely crazy on the field too. So, like. I don't know. It depends on how how crazy we're thinking, you know, because like I've <laughs> seen I've seen the uniforms that we wore, like like, oh, like the gator skin ones. I I didn't, you know, I have mixed feelings about those ones. But you like can say, you, thing, can, you can say they were ugly. Like, they're, 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 fan base. It, they're a little interesting, you know. They're interesting, <laughs> but um, you no, know, the all anything all black is going to look nice. But the 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 ones that they're showing, like whoever made the photo of what they look like now, like, I would love to see those. Like, you know?
1: Yeah. So, by the way, the correct answer for the uniform is the throwback. It's it's.
2: The- oh, I forgot about the throwbacks. Yep. I, yeah. I love the throw. I love the throwbacks as well. But, yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh man! So, hey, just out of curiosity, um, is there something that that Anthony Richardson's going to do this year that you think is going to surprise us? We obviously saw the uh, the explosive plays last year and that sort of stuff. You're seeing him from the defensive side of the ball. What's something that you think is going to surprise fans? I mean, there are people who are mocking him in the top ten of the draft next year and that sort of stuff. Um, you know, is there anything he's going to do that surprises us, or is he just really everything we think he's going to be in terms of in terms of a quarterback? Uh,
2: he's a uh... He's definitely one of the craziest athletes I've ever seen in my life. So that's the you know, you guys know that. I when it comes to surprising, I don't think he's a surprise to anyone. I think just showing what he did in the games that he played in, like he was the superior player on the field, you know. I, I think when it comes down to he's he's such a leader, you know, when it comes down to our offense and everything and just and just knowing what he's supposed to do and you know, using his playmaking and athleticism abilities that I think the some crazy things are going to happen this year. I think he has an opportunity to go out there and, and lead us to a championship and, and lead himself to, you know, you know, big awards postseason. I, I think, I think he's going to do what you guys all think he's supposed to do. So I'm excited about that.
0: That's what we want to hear. Cause we we got some high expectations on for
1: for him and the team. So there we go. That's what we want to hear. Uh, Will, anything else, man? I guess, you know, one thing. So, Ty Grantham gets an awful lot of flack, and I'm curious. Can you tell us something positive about him that maybe we wouldn't know? Um, you know, you, you were recruited by him. You come in. Um, you know, it, it, a, a lot of times we talk about the previous staff. Obviously, everybody gets a lot of criticism. But what's a positive thing about Grantham? Maybe be, be a little bit positive on on that yeah. side.
0: And Donovan, maybe even extend that the, the whole staff in general. You know, it does it does seem like a big you know you know. Um, a fest of just negativity uh for for the last staff but as as Will said for Grantham and and, you extend that to some of the other staff as well
2: yeah I I think it's I think it's unfortunate that you know the staff does get criticized as much as it's supposed to but you know at the same time like we were a 67 football team and that's like you know that's that's something that Florida isn't you know I would expect that if it was another team that is not very good but you know, we we weren't a good football team last year. We we were we had a potential to be an amazing team, but you know, we we did things that weren't supposed to happen. But when it comes to you know, coaches like coaches like Coach Grantham and Coach Mullen, like, like I can't thank them enough for you know for getting me to this point. You know, getting me to the University of Florida, and I I really didn't see you know problems with them. You know, obviously, you know, there is going to be change every season. Every season. I I, I like I liked what Grantham wanted to do. His his um, complexity of his defense, it could have been taught a little better, but he, 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 want, he knew what he wanted. He knew that there were certain things that we had to do to win football games, and I don't think that just ended up happening. But whenever it comes to those guys, I have all love for them, you know, and I, I whatever they end up doing or everything, like, we're going to, you know, we're going to stay in communication. We're going to stay like this, you know. I, I, do, truly, I do truly like those guys, and – and I, it does. It does. It doesn't upset me. It just. It just disappoints me that you know, we a lot of people don't know what what they were personally, what they were personally to other players on our team, players who are in the NFL, or just players that, in general that they coached and are in their careers and what they've taught us. And and overall, they were they were good people and they were they were good coaches as well. So when it, when it comes down to it, it's all love to those guys. And and hopefully that's the positivity. Positivity you needed to hear, you know, from a
1: player about those coaches. So,
0: good stuff. Good stuff. Will you good?
1: I just uh, Steelers. Is that who you want to be drafted by? No, <laughs> like,
2: no? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 you know, I, like I said earlier, I will go wherever the money takes me. You know, and I think uh, the Steelers. It's a little cold. It's cold up here. You know, like, I'm wearing a sweatshirt <laughs> right now. People are all in like tank tops right now. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm freezing. Like, I I would obviously love to play in the South. I'd love to play anywhere that takes me. You know, Steelers would be amazing because I can have anyone you know come. But you was know, that your
1: team growing yeah. up? Was it the Steelers, or or did you did you like somebody else? More my
2: family's team. You know, my my dad and I have always been player fans. Like we're Tom Brady fans. Like we're we've got a player like almost every team that you know, we get super excited to watch play. So
0: player fans.
2: Never never been. You know, you're a team a team fan and then you just get angry, you know. I I played fantasy <laughs> football like twice and I was just like I was like I cannot do this. You know, it makes you it makes you root more for certain things than you want to. You just want to I was just like enjoying a good football game.
0: There we go. I like that's how I started out too. My favorite player was John Elway for the Broncos. So I just you know, I, I followed him until he retired and then I just kinda enjoyed the game uh in right. the NFL. Uh, but Gators, of course, it was just always die hard for the Gators. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a, College was different. College was different.
1: <laughs> I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so me and Katie Turner are sad all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stupid <right>. 13 seconds.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Diamond, man, I can't thank you enough for for joining us right here on Gators Breakdown, man. Wonderful job that you did here. Uh, if you got a uh, message out there for Gator Nation, man, you're more than welcome to share it right here. Of uh, you know just what it kind of means to be a Gator.
2: Well, first off, I just want to thank you so much for this opportunity. You know, just being able to get on here and just uh, talk to you guys is just obviously amazing. But when it comes to Gator Nation, I think you guys should just be, you know, stay patient, you know, stay patient, get excited and get ready. In September, you're going to see something that you guys have been hoping it for. So that's that's what I got to say.
0: Patience. And- awesome. Anyway. Awesome. Thanks, Donovan. Gator safety, Donovan McMillan, joining us right here on Gator's Breakdown. That'll do it for this episode of Gator's Breakdown. Thanks to Donovan McMillan one more time for joining us, uh, for giving all his insight into the football program. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out here on Gator's Breakdown. Guys and girls out there, thank you for listening to this episode of Gator's Breakdown.